listen to Mark and Neanderthal when you get to work with the free KSLX app. Sounds good and loud. Huh? 100.7 KSLX. And to Peoria, we go to say good morning to Paul and get him enrolled in Mark and Interpol's middle school. Three questions, get two out of three correct. And the Eric Clapton Crossroads 2019 DVD is all yours, son. Great. Yeah, here we go. It's January 7th. So let's look at some of these celebrity birthdays from today. The fantastically fabulous Kenny Loggins is 73 today. One of He's his, all right. Yeah, he is all right. One of his most famous songs is, you know, The Highway to the Danger Zone. What movie is that song from? Was it Independence Day, Debbie Does Dallas, or Top Gun? Uh, we'll go with Top Gun. Top Gun is absolutely correct, that sir. That second one is a classic. <laughs> Nicholas Cage is 57 today. The hair he's wearing is much younger. Which of these movies was he not in? The Rock, Independence Day, or Con Air? Independence Day. Independence Day is correct. Will Smith, of course, was the action hero in that, not Nicolas Cage. So you've already won. They're Last... easily mistaken for one another, though. <laughs> yes, they look a lot alike. <laughs> Jeremy Renner is 50 years old. He is featured in the Avengers movies. What is his character? Is he Hawkeye? Is he Clitorio? Or is he Sharpshot? Hmm. We go with sharp shot. No, it's Hawkeye. I believe he, he's the oh. archer of yeah. some sort. I believe. Yeah, right? he's an yeah. awful, awful Avenger. <laughs> <laughs> he's a bad Avenger. Yeah. All right. So, Paul, you're victorious. Hang with us, okay? You got that uh, Eric Clapton Crossroads DVD. All right, thanks. Yeah, it'd be great if we could get a new Crossroads DVD. Obviously, that one's from 2019. There was new th- 2020. However, uh, Red Rocks, the amphitheater in Colorado, has uh, released a concert schedule for 2021. So that's that's wishful thinking. There are concert schedules for 2021 yeah. here and there. Whether or yeah. not they, they take place is still yet to be determined. But you know what? That's, that's just a nice sign if you're looking for something to sort of hang on to and think about maybe this year is going to be better. Yeah. You know. We're chipping away. Seven days into it, I don't think the trial is working out so far but you know i'll be all right with it <laughs> david coverdale the singer still trying to sell his house in tahoe he started at 9.8 million he's down to 7.2 million and i mentioned that only to distract myself from what's been going on. It's interesting. We, you know, we just talked a little bit about the, the thing yesterday and we immediately got one of those, hey, don't talk about politics calls. And, you know, for me, it wasn't necessarily about the politics of it. Uh, politics is, is, is fine. You know, protesting is fine. But when they broke into the Capitol building, I was like, wow, that's man. Oh, man. See, like, like I, I got like you were mentioning yesterday, Paul and I were talking on the phone. You mentioned the pitcher's mound at a baseball stadium. Yeah, like, it's like, sacred ground. Like when you do the first pitch, you're not supposed to go on the pitcher's mound. A lot, you know, now they don't want you to be on a pitcher's mound. And for me, it's like when I'm in a church, I got I literally have no place for organized religion in my life. And if you do, that's fine. I respect that. But I if I'm in a church and I, you know, you happen to have these opportunities to be in churches and so forth. I don't go anywhere near the altar. You know, right. The altar to me is like, I don't get it, I don't understand it, but it's important to some people, so I don't belong there. We got an email from, from a woman, all right, that sort, of, that sort of sums this up. She says, yesterday was a very sad and frustrating day for our country. We reached a breaking point. You ever have one of those days where the police or the paramedics show up at your neighbor's house, uh, at your house, and all the neighbors come out to look and see what's going on at your house, and 
you know, could be your house, could be somebody else's house. Well, where are those people now? I'm sure our neighbors, other nations and countries are looking at us right now and wondering what the hell is going on. In no way was any of this after a peaceful gathering appropriate. Again, protesting is great. Once you cross the line, you do not cross the boundaries of our nation's capital. If you try to raise a flag over it, that's not the flag of this nation. And that's a coup. And that's I mean, that's sort of it. I don't care about the politics of it. I looked at that thing yesterday. and I was like, what the hell is going on? What, what is happening? It was very confusing to me. I think that the Capitol building and certain places are off limits. I just think that those are places you can't go. I don't care what the politics are of it. I mean, I you, just, you just don't do it. You have respect for the institution. You may not respect the people that inhabit it, but you have respect for the institution. Yeah. You just don't do it. Yeah. You so, don't you don't spit on, on, on gravestones, headstones and stuff. You just don't. It's bad manners. So, <laughs> yeah. So so it's going to be weird today. And yeah. It, you know, we t- weird for us today because, you know, we know you come to us to escape and we're going to do that. Yeah. You know, we'll, we'll do a, a, a you know, that's why we do the coronavirus update with jokes. Right. You know, you got to know about some of that stuff, but you got to try and lighten it up also because you can't live your life somber and sad and scared all the time. Right. So, so look, we're, we're that, just we'll as confused. Like, we'll do that in about 15 minutes. But, yeah, it's a confusing, weird yeah. day. We're as confused as you are. We can tell you all you want to know about Van Halen and, and the Allman Brothers and stuff like that. But this, this is a little weird. And, and we really, like you, don't quite know what happens next. Right. Okay. Yeah. So and we I don't mean, know what to do here. On the show, we barely know what happens next. <laughs> Despite what else is going on in the world, let us do what we do here. <laughs> oh, it's Corona, coronavirus, worse than music from Billy Ray Cyrus. Who would have thought talking about coronavirus would have been the preferable topic this morning? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yes, I uh, do. It's still a thing. Uh, we're still setting records, and we still should probably keep you updated on uh, important information regarding the coronavirus, but with a little dose of humor, and we... We try to make you laugh. That's what we're here for. So it's time for a Mark and Yander Paul coronavirus update with, with jokes. So the uh, second most populous province in Canada, Quebec, is doing a hard shutdown for four weeks. That's hardy. Yeah. Oh, very hard. Sorry about it. Yeah. But sorry about that. Yeah. 8 p.m. to 5 a.m. curfew. Restaurants, gyms, bars, theaters. Most retail stores are all closed. That means you can't go to Tim Hortons, eh? No. Ah. Well, food, you can still get food. Oh, never yep. mind then. Um, Probably but get me a donut. Breaking curfew and stuff, the fines will be in the thousands of dollars. Wow, that is so some serious stuff Really right serious about it. Okay. So a guy sticks his head into a barber shop and he says, hey, how long till I can get a haircut? And the barber looks around and says, oh, about two hours. So the guy takes off. A couple days later, same guy comes back, sticks his head in. How long till I can get a haircut? Barber looks around and says, oh, about two hours. Guy takes off. Week later, same guy, same thing. How long till I can get a haircut? Barbershop says, uh, barber says, about two hours. So the guy takes off. So the barber gets suspicious. He says to a buddy, hey, Bill, go follow that guy. See where he goes, okay? A little while later, Bill comes back, and he's kind of chuckling a little bit. And the barber says, so, Bill, where'd that guy go when he left from here? Bill looks at him. He says, uh, oh, he went to your house. <laughs> Japan has declared a state of emergency for Tokyo. It has nothing to do with Godzilla. (laughs) Apparently, the country has reported a record rise in COVID-19 cases. 
friend. Japan wants to be safety. Look, even even Godzilla's not going there. He's like, nope, no thanks. <laughs> Godzilla's actually been seen wearing a mask. Yes. He exactly. burns it off every time he breathes. Yeah. He's trying anyway. So there's that. Hey, Mark. Yeah? There's one thing in the world that can solve both hunger and overpopulation. Do you know what it is? No, what is it? Cannibalism. (laughs) So, coronavirus has now caused rescheduling of the Grammy Awards. It was supposed to be on January 31st. It's now been pushed back till at least March 14th. So you'll be able to put Grammy to bed early. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. So that means uh, we'll have to wait an extra at least month and a half before we get to say, I've never even heard of this guy. (laughs) What will Beyonce wear? (laughs) So I, I said to my wife last night, listen. Your underwear is way too tight and way too revealing. Mm -hmm. She told me, well, you should start wearing your own. (laughs) All righty. And that is your Mark and Neanderthal coronavirus update with jokes. Hey, Phoenix, it's Geronimo. It's time for Time Out for Spanish. As a public service and in order to recognize the cultural diversity for which Arizona is known, Mark and Neanderthal are taking Time Out for Spanish. From Mesa, we've got Sherry on the phone, and she is playing for a DVD copy of the PBS and Masterpiece miniseries Roadkill, starring Hugh Laurie. And what we're going to do here, Sherry, is give you a Spanish phrase, but you got to translate it. We give you three multiple choices to choose from. Are you ready to go? I am ready. All right, Sherry, here comes your Spanish phrase. Deberías estar bailando. Did you hear that? Uh, can you play it again, please? Sure can. Deberías estar bailando. All right, Sherry, that does translate into one of the following. Is it A, you should listen to everyone because even an idiot comes up with a good idea once in a while. It's true. B, you <laughs> should reconsider true. calling somebody smart as a tack because tax don't do anything until you whack them on the head with a hammer. Mm-hmm. Or C, you should be dancing. <laughs> You should be dancing. I'll go with C. Yeah. Perfect. Well done. You know what I say about that? Congratulations, Sherry. You've won in Time Out for Spanish. Thank you. Time Out for Spanish. Weekday mornings with Mark and Neanderthal. KSLX. See, that's my brand of politics right there. A little music, a little clever, a little clever stuff there. You know what? That song, The Trees by Rush. And today is the one-year anniversary of the death of Neil Peart, the drummer from Rush who wrote the lyrics to that and and pretty much everything they did from second album on. Yeah. Um, The beautiful thing about that, when I was a kid, you know, I was a teenager and I, I bought that. It's my favorite Rush album, one of my favorites, Hemispheres. Right. And I heard that and I was like, hey, this is really clever. It's about... Um, I, I thought it was about unions versus corporations, you know, management right. versus unions. Right. And then a few years later, I'm listening to it again. I'm like, hey, wait a second. 
That's a racial thing going on there. It's, it's, really, it's, it's really cleverly it, done. It's and, French versus English. Yeah. It's Quebec. It's Quebec's struggle to be yeah. uh, talking about maybe seceding from Canada. Right. And it's, and it's pretty amazing. And you can you can translate that into, like I said, you can translate that into any racial strife you you want. Right. Yeah. Basically. No, it's brilliant. It's, it's got yeah. levels, Jerry. Levels. Levels, and, yeah, Jerry. I, um, I actually I actually mentioned Rush the other day. My, my son and my wife and I were talking about something, a word, and we were trying to trying to. Uh, define it clearly. Uh, oh, it was eulogy versus elegy. Right. And we were talking about that. And then the word dirge came up and I said, I learned dirge from a Rush song. <laughs> and I was like, really? I said, I, I said, yeah, I learned a bunch of words from Rush songs because yeah. of Neil Peart. So that was one of the one of the great things. I learned necromancy from Rush. He was a <laughs> uh, he was a prolific uh, writer, lyricist, poet, reader uh, and and yeah. arguably the greatest drummer of all time. Unbelievable. Yeah. I mean, and, and, you know, you, you looked at when you would go to see Rush, you'd see Neil Peart's drum set and you'd go, wow, that's overkill. That's a little bit too much on the drum thing. And yet he used all of them. The first time I ever saw Rush, there was a big sheet over the drum kit. They right. were, they were yeah. opening up for Blue Oyster Cult. There was a big sheet over it. The lights were on at a right. certain point. Yeah. Um, before the show started. At a certain point, then they, you know, they took the sheet and went whoosh and displayed the drum. And, there, and the whole arena goes, Oh, yeah. I mean, that was the thing. And was, then lights go down and bang, the show is on. Yeah. He was, was cool. Neil Peart was, uh, was as good as it gets. He was influenced by Gene Krupa and Buddy Rich and uh, a guy that once played with Eric Clapton, Ginger Baker. Yeah. Influenced Neil Peart yeah. a little bit as who, well. Who is not on this track. No, he is not. Yeah. This is actually Jughead from the Archies on this session. Yeah, not sure you knew that. Yeah, many, <laughs> people, many people are unaware of that. Yeah, we're not going to get all heavy and stuff, but, um, you know, just a couple of thoughts about things going on and so forth. I, I want to say good morning to Sean. He uh, sent us an email, said, hey, I'm kind of feeling weirded out after yesterday afternoon. I was left with the same feeling I felt after the Challenger disaster and 9-11. I get it. I, I, I get think, it. Yeah, I think yeah. a lot of people are kind of feeling that way yesterday. Yeah. You know, just on a, on, a, on a weird little note from this, um, the last thing I looked at yesterday online before I realized this whole thing was breaking at the Capitol yesterday and, you know, in Washington, D.C., I looked at a thing on a, a website called Ultimate Classic Rock, and it said, Michael McDonald announces birthday concert live stream. Then I went and I saw everything going on. I'm thinking Michael McDonald is probably sitting there thinking, looks like I picked the wrong day to put that announcement out. <laughs> no one's hearing your <laughs> announcement. Yeah, it's yeah. A, a, a bad day to try and publicize yeah. anything else yesterday. <clears throat> you know, I, I mean, I've, I've got so many thoughts on it, but I, I mean, this isn't the place for it. But I was sad. I was angry. Uh, I was embarrassed for the United States of America. Um, look, we don't we don't we don't have to agree. But we do have to exist, and I and I think that it was sad to watch Americans invade the capital of the United States and try to put up another flag other than the United States. That was that was very disconcerting. I was very very upset by whoever that. you are, whatever I, yeah, you believe, whatever yeah. you believe. I just yeah. think Americans look again. We don't have to agree, but we do have to exist. Americans need to stop fighting with other Americans. Yeah. We got to stop fighting. I, we got to learn how to talk to each other in a way that is not confrontational or violent or doesn't escalate to this point. We just gotta. This guy Sean, who emailed, you know, the rest of his email goes on to say some things that I don't necessarily agree with, but I'm going to email him back and say. I don't necessarily agree with the rest of your email, right? but I'd never break into your house to tell you. Exactly. That's the thing that was so 
sad. It was just sad. It was just sad yeah. to watch, and it was embarrassing. And I, and the analogy about nine eleven and the Challenger, yeah, and and maybe the shooting of Reagan, or maybe our parents can identify with the, with the assassination of Kennedy. It was one of those moments in America uh, that we will always remember. Um, but not necessarily celebrate. Yeah, I, I just don't think it was a good thing for everybody, anybody at all. We're not used to seeing those kind of things in our own country. Yeah, we, yeah. when I watched that, I was like, oh my God, is this Venezuela? What, yeah. What's going on? I mean, it was just so weird, so uncomfortable, it, and we don't know how to deal with it. We just don't know how to deal with it. No, I don't know weird. how to deal with it. You know what You know what is is we can all agree on is totally American? What? Going for money. Ah, I see what all you're right, doing so here. We'll here segue. it comes. Yeah. I mean, we got we got our regular show to do, and right. we're, we're not going to take that away because of anything else. But we're, we're as confused as you are today. It's a weird day. Yeah. See, the thing is, dumbasses are unique. Like, we know dumbasses, not to the level that we saw yesterday, but certainly to a level individually deemed the Mark and Neanderthal dumbass of the day. Yeah. Yeah. So we're going to talk about 39-year-old Christopher Dryden from Williamsport, Pennsylvania. Isn't that where they hold the, uh, the Little League World, World Series? Series? Yeah, I thought so. Hell yeah. Uh, Christopher spent Christmas in jail. Oh, Christmas in behind jail. bars. There is a great old song called Christmas in Jail, which is hilarious. There is. But uh, that's what happens when you steal a car and the driver of the car is close by enough to chase you down before you really get going. Okay, then. So this was on the 23rd of December. And Christopher went to a building. He, he spoke into the intercom at the front door of the building. And somebody inside asked, you know, what, what, you need something? Can I help you? But instead of answering, he wandered around to the side of the building where he saw an unlocked car that had keys in it. Well, you know what you do in that situation. What? Nothing. You leave it alone. <laughs> yes. Uh, but, uh... He didn't leave it alone. Of course he didn't. Despite the dog in the back seat barking like crazy, Christopher hopped in and slowly rolled the car out of the parking lot. Slow your roll, Christopher. The dog, like I said, was barking like crazy because that's what it's been trained to do. Uh-oh. It was also following its training by trying to attack Christopher, but couldn't because it was in a cage in the back seat. I have a question. Yeah. What colors were this car that uh uh, Christopher decided he wanted to abscond with. May have been a little blue, may have been a little white, you know. Or maybe black and black white. Black and white. You've yeah, probably heard, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's a very common. May have been some lights on top that one, one was maybe blue, yeah. one was maybe red. At one point, it probably was manufactured yeah. by Ford. Uh, it was probably a Ford Crown Victoria LTD. At one point, yeah. my guess is at this point, it's probably some sort of a SUV. Yeah, did I say the back seat, there was a cage in the back seat? Actually, the whole, the whole back seat was a cage because it, wow. it was a... It was well, a, that's where you a would canine officer. That's where you would keep a yeah, car. That's yeah. where you would keep a canine, which is yeah. the scientific name for yeah. the breed of dog, yeah. and also the designation for a police vehicle that yeah. has a dog in it. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. The officer had made a, a quick stop at the station and was about to go out again with the canine officer mm-hmm. before Christopher stole the car. Because of the barking, the officers were able to chase Christopher down before he got too far. Now, one of the things that Christopher kept telling the officers, which was also what he had been saying into the intercom, was that. His father is the sun, and his mother is the moon, so he's got that going for him, which Which is is nice. The whole thing resulted in Christmas in jail for Christopher, who is the Mark and Neanderthal dumbass of the day. I think that's a beautiful story you just told. 
RideNow.com is where you're going to find RideNow Power Sports. They sponsor the Dumbass of the Day. Good morning. Listen to Mark and Neanderthal when you get to work with the free KSLX app. 100.7 KSLX. Membership fees apply after free trial. Cancel anytime. Can I be real for a second? That goal you have to exercise and eat better, you really can do it. But nobody is going to do it for you. And nobody has to because you can do it if you have the right tools and a community that cares about helping you get results. And that's us, Beachbody. It's as convenient as your TV or laptop, but you need to decide that you're worth it. Let us help you succeed. Here's how. Go to Beachbody.com to claim your free membership and start feeling great. Season's greetings. Hey Dude Shoes here. Hey Dude Shoes are some of the comfiest, coziest shoes out there. Step into a pair, and it's like your toes have gone home for the holidays. Welcome home, toes. Hey, dude, good to go to. 